Mm-hmm. Welcome to the podcast. Besides the fact you hear a gay man humming in the background, which would be galactic. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Not me. How, how have you guys been? It's been a week, essentially, except for you two. I, I've been in here last week. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. You are, it's your podcast, man. I know. I have to be here. If I'm not here, who's here? Uh, and also, yeah. if you probably notice a cam of me skinning my Xbox, I have Xbox skin, so you, you know I'll be doing. I wish I could see that. I don't see a thing. Yeah, because I, I didn't put the camera up on a what's it called. So this will be exclusive to the YouTube version, where you see me skinning my Xbox, and then obviously the Spotify version. You will not be seeing this because that's physically impossible. Anyways, anywho. How are you guys? Wait, y'all didn't introduce yourselves. Well, that's because they know who I am. They know that. They know, they know what it is, bro. I, I, uh, no. I, don't, I don't know you. The Kaido of the Gucci's. Ugh. And Mr. Carnage. Ugh. Man, those both super gay names. I, ugh. Happy. <laughs> How have you guys been? Um... Deprived of wrestling. That's good. Uh, from WWE. You said what? Deprived of good wrestling from WWE. Oh yeah, we were gonna talk main about roster that. specifically. We 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 were gonna get into that. Uh, first thing I want to talk about this week is Jay Uso again. What uh-huh. the fuck? I think they're starting to fuck him up. I I really do. Um. What didn't you like that they did recently? With uh, so what's the point of him always getting beat up? It's, it's starting um, to be a thing. He's he's just getting beat up. He's been getting up, being beat up for a while, and I'm sick of oh. him beating talent. Hello. Um, I think they. Two weeks. You said what? The show, like two shows, where he really got beat up. Yeah, I don't like it. He got beat up on uh, what's it called? And he got beat up on um. He kept on beating the shit out of him last week and this week. He got beat to shit, but I was just like, uh. But this week wasn't his fault though. Like this week was Roman Reigns. And Roman Reigns is just a crackhead, bro. Yeah, Roman Reigns is. I like, I like, I like what they're doing, Roman. I'm not gonna lie to you. I like what they're doing. With yeah, so the Jay's character is just to build Roman at any cost. Um, but everything that well, happens to Jay, is- right now he's like, I see it as they have Jay in boot camp. Yeah, and like, like, they're not gonna fully utilize the Usos until the other Uso is back. Then right. they're gonna turn them into an actual stable and have them get the uh, tag team championships. Exactly. Ah, mm-hmm. I see. I-, I like that idea. Okay, it's the waiting game. Okay, because this waiting game is taking an awful long time of uh, getting there. Oh, man. So that's just 20, 20. I think he has a six months um, rehab injury. Oh, I what happened to him? What happened to him? I really don't remember. Oh, okay. There was something in his foot. His, like, not his foot, but his leg. Oh, I think it was his knee. Yeah. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Well... 
I, I can I can I can abide by that. It's just I hate when they do this to the Usos or a tag team where they go, Nah, you're not doing anything until your sibling gets back. And I'm like Well I like that they're using Jay Uso, you know? It's not yeah, like they're just being jobbed. Yeah. They kinda have to use him though. They're put in a predicament where they have to because they don't really have people like that on SmackDown. Yeah, they did this. Nope. And and going back to Raw, um, that I, never mind. They should just combine the damn tag team division. Like, cause at this point, there, there is no tag team division. <laughs> yeah, there is. No because if I say see the Hurt Locker, the Hurt Locker beat the tag team champions, and I didn't get a chance to match. And I'm like, wow. I'll peep this. Huh? The one thing I'm tired of. Is people who consistently lose getting title shots? Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> you were lost to Drew McIntyre like literally, like what was it, three times in a row? And <laughs> then more than four. It had to be more than that. And then, and then, and then the other guy, um, the Hurt Business, they lost. I think it was three times too. Yeah. And you're still getting the opportunities. It's like, bro, what are y'all doing? Yeah, I don't know. It's- WWE is stuck in limbo because of not only COVID limiting the amount of people they can have on set, but their rosters, their main roster actually being limited on top of that. Mm-hmm. So it's like they don't have that many people to use, so they're like, dang, let's just reuse the same storyline for six months in a row. Yeah, Randy Orton. <laughs> uh, we, we built Murphy up for one weekend and had him lose to Baron Corbin for some fucking reason. Yeah. Yeah, that movie. That Look, bro, if there's, there's, either way, it's going to be sucky for one of them, but personally, I'd like to see Baron Corbin, um, or Murph, I really, honestly, I don't care which one, but I just want to see one of them done right. Baron Corbin has been in this, this weird little limbo state where he's not being jobbed, but he loses every pay-per-view he is in, and he's just, it's like he's just solely there to put over new people who get on the roster. If you notice, everybody who's new, who's about to get a big push, the first person they feud with is Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Matt Riddle, but he still beat Matt Riddle. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. But that was also before they drafted him. And why, did, why did they take Matt Riddle out? Does anyone think, well, because they kind of, like I said, they needed people. But um, does anyone think that the, it was kind of pointless to put Keith Lee and Riddle in a triple threat with AJ? If they were going to give AJ. the fucking thing to AJ, yes. Yes, because AJ, he's well established. AJ can take a loss, you know what I'm saying? And, and be fine. People will be like, oh, okay. But, like, you know, you have Keith Lee and Riddle who definitely would be interesting to see in the title shot. It's just Mr. McMahon not wanting to put a face versus a face. That's what it, it comes down to to me, because mm-hmm. if, you, know, <sighs> hmm. you know that's like so, the oldest way of thinking, and I hate that thinking. Like, what's wrong with yeah, the face because, face match? Because he 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 ultimately what he does is he looks to wrestlers who he trusts, and he gives them the most TV time. You know, mm-hmm. regardless of whether it goes against the grain. You know, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, the wrestlers that he trusts the most right now, of course, would be the members of the remaining members of the Shield, Roman Reigns, um, Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins, Rollins. Baby. Yep. Um, 
what's my other dude's name? The the three horse woman, you know, when they come back, I guarantee uh, all of them are gonna be cattle child. Four horse women and Oh, she's before. Two of them are on the roster. They had a good match at a pay per view at telling the same. Yeah, but they're not gonna see that's that's the one match they didn't repeat. Yep. Th- you know thank you. Fact? Yeah, because it was good. And I'm like, oh Vince, you know you you actually know about, you know, giving us something that we want to see and just letting it be lightning in a bottle. I didn't know you I didn't know you know how to do that. Because, you know, Randy Orton versus uh <laughs> fucking what's it called at Hell of the Cell was so pointless. I'm gonna climb on top of the cell just to smack him in the kneecap. And then climb down. It didn't climb down. <laughs> like, what the fuck was the point of the cell? Like for me, oh, who man, that didn't even matter. That yeah, didn't even that matter. Good. That spot was so forced. It yeah, was a it, was, it was like an obvious spot to the point where I, even I was like, somebody's gonna fly through the table because of how they're climbing down the goddamn ladder. Mm-hmm. And you know what I noticed? I don't know if you guys peep, but they cut certain holes on the side on that side of the cell to make them bigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, oh wow, okay, you guys, how obvious can you guys make this? Uh, completely, completely. So, like, and I'm, and I, and I'm of the old school mind that a hell in the cell should not be used unless it is the ending of a feud. But they fought again, mm-hmm. and that's the mm-hmm. part I was like, stop using hell in the cell pay per view. It's going to be so fucking pointless. That TLC too. TLC it's going to be look war games is happening tomorrow okay we will talk about we're going to talk about war games in a minute but like not even a minute we're going we, to we, we have some things to discuss on the WWE but you know what I meant um what was I about to say you know speaking of people that Vince trusts what was going on with Jinder Mahal uh, he came back and didn't he get injured? No, I mean when he was back? winning all the matches against everybody. He did. obviously the feedback was like, oh no, oh no, <laughs> and Vince sure. cut it. Uh, are, you talking, are you talking? You're breaking Mr. up, Mr. Kaido. Yeah. Oh, you 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 broke up something fierce. I'm sorry. I was saying I don't know if you guys remember so when the time when they first started doing like the Saudi Arabia thing, the Middle Eastern thing. Yeah, apparently somebody doesn't know that Saudi Arabia um, and India are not the same location. Yep. So, <laughs> What's Vince McMahon? Yeah, Vince McMahon needs a geography lesson. <laughs> He's not very uh, racially sound. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like that. Yo. <laughs> like that. Racially <laughs> sound. Yeah. What the hell does that um, even lead? Um, aware. We don't know. We're just gonna go with it. We're just gonna go with it. <laughs> okay, but yeah. said that man is not racially sound. I I think that that sounds like you're just saying he's racist. Sound like a roundabout. I, just, I mean, I, I didn't want to be direct, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I agree yeah. with you. Yeah, if anybody can remember, keep it up. My nigga. <laughs> I was like, did he just say that for shock value on TV? Because you know, if if you know, black people had risen up like Booker T, 
He could have gotten in trouble for that. As Spirit once said, Booker T is very, um, coon-like. <laughs> I knew somebody was going to say that. Why? There's no... tendencies. There's no real black man, and I'm a real black man, that's going to sit there and allow their boss, their white boss, <laughs> to go, what up, my nigga, on TV. I would have been like Vince would have been like you mind if I do this I would have been like no why not Vince if you say it and I'm near you I'm going to hit you on a live television just like I bet you if he did that he couldn't do it with, that, with any black person today imagine him trying to do that with the new day Biggie would smack all taste out of his mouth I actually don't think Biggie would have. I think Biggie no. would have probably like changed up the segment. It would like instead of you saying the N word when you're about to say it, I interrupt you. Ah. Uh? They all they all do that. Yeah, they they don't. The New Day. It's like they know, right? What they're doing is kind of like stereotypical, but they're doing it. I don't know. I don't know how how I'm trying to say this, but like they they change shit. To make it less racist, racist. There we go. Yeah, remember when they started off? They were a church. They were a church when they started off, and then they, you know, they they, they worked they it into it. their own thing. Yeah, they worked it. They had to work it because it was a church movement at first, and then by the way, by the way, just to mention, um, so yeah? the WWE has a great special right now on the New Day. The best of the New Day is freaking fire. It has all of their great matches on it. I watched it yesterday and I was brought to tears. Yeah, because the New Day know how to work good matches. Their match at Hell in a Cell was actually really good. I mean, not Hell in a Cell, Survivor Series is really fucking good. With uh, for Street Profits, yeah, made you believe they were, well, not believe, but it just showed off the Street Profits talent. Yeah, and the Street Profits did fire in NXT. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I'm done skinning my box. Speaking of Street Profits, I'm going to jump to Bianca Belair. <laughs> um, how, how do you guys like her use right now? Alright, I'm of two let, minds. I'm of two minds on that, Drake. I'm going to let uh, let Kaido speak. Alright, so I I personally love Bianca Belair. I love everything about her, love her character, you know, the whole EST thing. I think that's very clever, very smart. But more importantly, she has... She, she needs to work on the mic skills just a little bit. The natural mic skills, she has that, right? Um, she just needs the right feud. And I I pray and hope that, you know, when Charlotte comes back, they don't give Charlotte a title shot, even though they probably fucking will. I mean, and they put, her in the field, they put her in the field with somebody like Bianca Belair, because that would be, imagine that. That would be perfect, you know? Or somebody like Bailey. I could see that, you know, but somebody who who is technically ring, you know, when it comes to like ring technicalities and like ring skills, they're on par with Bianca Belair, so she can really show them what she can do, you know. I think that's why they're starting with Bailey, and they're gonna try and slowly bring her through all the horsewomen until yeah. she gets a title. But she definitely like she she has everything that you need. To be, if I was Vince, and we all know how Vince is and what he looks for, everything that you know, 
falls under the category of what Vince looks for, she has. You know, so I don't see why she doesn't get a push. Uh, I think they're they're just in the beginning phases of her push now. This is the way they're setting it up. You know, uh, well, actually, we'll see, we'll see it too. It's in the beginning phases. She debuted on Raw in early 2020. That's what I'm saying. But, um, I think they're trying to start to execute it now, but we'll see. We, I can't say anything until TLC happens because she has yes, to win. My last real right? feud was with Zelina Vega. <laughs> well, no, she's, she's feuding with Bailey right now. Well, I before you know, and that was during the summer. Then she was be, but again. she also did do what she did. Um, for a good reason, but she did do the um, the the sit out thing. Yeah. So that's she also part again. of it. When she came back, they wrote off TV again. Yeah. For no reason, you know. I just think if you have somebody of that caliber of that talent, because that's the person you don't want to see go to NXT. Excuse me, not NXT AEW. Who, uh, right, so you got Bianca Belair. You got to do her justice. Yeah, you yeah, have Bianca to. Bellet. Yeah, Vince exactly. is gonna be super pissed if she goes. I'm on AEW. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Vince will be Vince will be fucking heated, and then like, but my problem with Vince, when it comes to this part of his business decisions, is he makes the wrestlers do that. He mm-hmm. makes the wrestlers want to leave. Like Justin Gabriel, or I forgot his name. Not Justin Gabriel. I definitely forgot to do his name. Where he, like, literally, what happened was, um, he he pulled up. No, he pulled up to the Raw Arena, saw that they had nothing for him, left. Right. Then after he left and was already in the middle of his flight and or about to take his flight to go home, WWE Mm -hmm. called him and said, "Hey, man, we uh." You gotta come in. And he was like, Y'all don't need me. And they was like, uh, we do. He was like, What do you what am I gonna be doing today? He's like, uh, we don't have nothing for you today, but he was like, Yeah, then I'm not coming back. I'll see you later. And then they fired him because he abandoned the workplace. But there are more stories like that in common in WWE. Look at what happened with uh freaking Goldust. He he rolled out the very second he got a better offer. Because AEW allows him to wrestle. And it's like, if you just allow your wrestlers to be wrestlers and not entertainers, as he said, then mm-hmm. they'll they'll stay. And I'm not talking about the freaking WWE. Um, what's the right word to say about them? Hmm. The WWE. Whatever. The, the, Vince, the Vince butt huggers, you know? Management? No. Talk about the the people that literally go, I love this McMahon. I would never leave. Yes, man. Yes, man. Perfect. Like a yes, man. Right? I'm not talking about a yes, man. I'm talking about like wrestling. Bray Wyatt. The only thing keeping him here is they finally said, Do you? They literally finally said that to him. Okay? Mm. They finally said, do you? And he freaking said, all right, cool. The Fiend. Like, come on, bro. And now if it gave him two more title runs. Yeah. The only problem is they need to really stop with the, uh, 
<laughs> they need to stop with giving him the titles because it's it's officially pointless now. I think he has um a good um what's it called right now? Just a good you know storyline. I think they just need to I don't know give him more people direction. And it, yes, just everything they need to give him more to do. Because obviously he's working, right? So he needs more to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like people right? are invested in Bray Wyatt, so just give him more tightly time, especially with Alexa Bliss. Hey, uh, Alexa Bliss is actually doing a good job. Yeah, she's doing a team. fantastic job. I just mm-hmm. it, it's just weird for me. I'm sorry. It's just weird. <laughs> it's just like you know, just a year ago I didn't like you in the ring. Now that you are, you know, with Bray Wyatt, I can tolerate you again. Because you're not annoying. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. She was such an Abigail though, because it just looks uh, weird. Yeah, she's Hers she's looks short. so fucking she's weird. Short. She's too short to do it. It doesn't look right when she does it. it, it but um, <laughs> you know, it, it's high praise. It's not every day someone gets. Hey, who's up next? Taker. Undertaker goes the fiend. Man, that guy has it. He knows what he's gonna do. Like, it's, he doesn't do that for a lot of people, and you know. I think that's just a big uh, deal. I don't know if you guys heard or saw that interview. The Undertaker was like, "Yeah, I think the Fiend's up next. Like, they need to go all in with him." Yeah, but this is Vince McMahon we're talking about. Yeah. I think part of it is well, part of it is too is that you know WWE, and like you said, um. Well, I think this is part of, uh, you know, Vince's problem. But when he gets a good gimmick, and we've seen it all the time, when a character has a good gimmick and they're older, he somehow finds a way to turn that gimmick into entertainment, you know? Which is mm-hmm. dumb. It's like, yo. Which is dumb. Yo. Because that gimmick was used for storytelling at first, you know, for the purpose of telling, telling a story. It wasn't used to, you know, get some laughs. You know, or you know, be on joke time, basically. Yeah, I'm gonna say this right now. If he gets Dexter Loomis, we're probably gonna get another uh, Big E Langston when he talked the first time on the roster. Don't ruin Dexter Loomis, man. That's all I care about. There's a few people on NXT that I hope and pray don't ever, ever get pulled up. Like literally ever. You know, um, Gargano, Champa, the entire um, uh, undisputed era. There's a few, there's a few people that I hope just doesn't get put up because you know Vince is going to give a fuck about them and they're going to be jobbed. Yeah, because you you already know. And while the uh, you know undisputed era doesn't get, um. I'm sorry. You know, Undisputed Era doesn't get too too many W's anymore. I still love them. And they're still yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. And they're one of those teams. It's like what you said with AJ Styles. It's one of those teams where they can take a loss and be great. You know, and be fine. Because we all know what they're capable of. You know, all they need is one. And not even good push. One decent push. And they're back on top. You know, because they're that over and people love them that much. And they're that fucking talented when it comes to wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
It's unfortunate. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, it's a whole list. yeah, it's a whole list of nonsense when it comes to that nonsense. Uh, what else? <laughs> I, I literally forgot what I was about to say. God damn it. I hate when I forget what I was about to say. But I'm going to remember it in a second. But yeah, The Fiend, I honestly think he can be built up to be the next Undertaker. They just need mm-hmm. to do something completely different with him. When I say different... Whoa, that's, that's the thing, though. Don't try to turn him into the next Undertaker. Because that I think that's where they would go wrong. There's only one Undertaker. Exactly. That's why I said, do not give this man a streak. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> he got a. He got a. Honestly, bro, the best thing for them to do, like you said earlier, is just let him do him. You know. But once he's doing him, and once he's you know in his groove, you know when it comes to in, you know it being in his fuse and stuff like that, don't bury him. Yeah, because he's going against Randy Orton, and I'm going. Oh, let me guess. He, he, you're gonna lose to Randy Orton. Oh man, don't do that. Uh, uh, I said that. Randy is a great year. I think what's gonna come out of this, of course, some of the best promos, you know. Um, but I think what's also gonna come out of this is the Fiend getting a push again. Because Randy doesn't need another win for the year. He won the championship. He's he's now he won that championship in the rule and the worst thing. It, it was so bad for me. I was like, why did you give him the belt? Yeah, they didn't need to. If they're only going to give it back to McIntyre, they should have just kept it on McIntyre's hands. I feel like they're going to They were going to run a Randy program, but they decided against it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Because of Survivor Series. They needed somebody who... Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they had a good match. Yeah. They had a decent match, yeah. It, it was a, it was, a, um, it was a good match. Who had it wasn't match? match of, it wasn't match of the night. Roman, Roman Fuck, match no. Yeah, it was a pretty good match. Okay. Nah, yeah, you're right. It was decent. It was decent at best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, it, was was it was not the best match of the night. Oh. The best match of that night, Survivor Series, was definitely the Street Poppers in the day. Yeah. That's facts. Yeah. I don't know how many times. And, I, you know, this is my gripe with, you know, breaking up that stable. Because I'm not going to lie, I was. You are lagging some fierce. Can you hear me? Yeah, now I can hear you again. Okay. I was going to say, this is my gripe, right, with, you know, the them breaking up the New Day. Right? I get it. You know, you want to give Biggie and possibly Xavier Woods, you know, their own uh, pushes. That's great, right? But why separate them to do that? And, and even furthermore, if you guys really, like, if we really sit back and look at it, how many over the past, since what? 2014 the new day was formed how many pay-per-views have they literally carried on their back how many pay-per-views were the new day the best match of the night and they weren't even the main card uh not too many exactly bro they've they've been silently carrying 
WWE's pay-per-views for a while. They you know, silently of... carrying all of the tag team matches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was... Them and the Usos. Yeah. And then after that, because yeah. I, I remember it was like a hell of a couple years back where it was them and... Um, it was them and the Usos that had fucking match of the night, and no one could tell me shit. Yeah, yeah. I even, I even, bro. It was craziest. I don't even remember the rest of those matches that night. Oh, I just I, remember I, that one. If I can amazing... recall, wasn't that one of the pay per views with Roman Reigns versus? No, no, that can't be. Don't say versus Brock Lesnar. Was that the one with Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman and had a disqualifications? And that's what the oh, yeah. hey, yo, so forgettable. Hey, yo, you know it's sad, right? And I'm sorry we, we keep jumping around here. When no disqualification matches end in no disqualification. <laughs> I think that's when you know they ran out of uh ideas. Oh, we're gonna have this fucking match that genuinely is a no disqualification match, and I'm gonna end it with a disqualification. Yeah. I think it should make no sense. The first person I seen um the SmackDown, I think he was the first person I've ever seen get uh DQ'd that way. You said who? In a tag team match. Roman Reigns is the first person I got I seen DQ'd in a tag team match for not uh staying uh ah, outside the ring. Not too long. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. Not uh, not not for me. Uh, it, it's he's like one of many, but it's always it's always used to tell something like a story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always used to say, "Hey, man, uh, this person's either a super bad guy or this person hates this person that much." You know what I mean? It should never be mm-hmm. used every fucking day. Yeah, I mean, I, I just I, 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 I also just my bad it. for giving Vince some ideas. I apologize. Give him ideas. Yeah, yeah, give Vince McMahon ideas. I don't need you to be giving Vince McMahon ideas. I'm sorry. You don't listen to you. <laughs> don't listen to nobody. <laughs> but he takes shit ideas with his writers. He will take a shit idea from his writers. Yes, writers are yes men. Exactly. Yeah, they, are, they are all fucking yes men. He said that himself. Who? Vince McMahon said they were yes men. You talk about the wrestlers. Realize, y'all realize most of his writers used to be wrestlers. You know, that's the <laughs> funny Devon, part. Devon, Devon used to be, or yeah, Devon is a writer. Yeah, so Devon mm-hmm. sucks. Yep, Devon sucks. Uh, who else sucks? Um, everybody. Freaking Bruce Pritchett sucks. Freaking <laughs> what's his name? Like, there's so many fucking wrestlers that suck. You know? I mean, not wrestlers, uh, joints that suck, bro. And they're, they're trash. Know. They're trash at the job, son. They did. They did. I just. Good. I feel like if if I were a damn WWE writer, I would be making the most fire. You know what it is, though. I feel like they'd be making good storylines, and they're just Vince McMahon's like, hmm. No, it's not funny enough. Call him Sparkle Crotch. That's what I really think it is. That's what I really think it is. Look at the three, the three writers NXT has being Triple H, um, Road Dog, and um, Shawn Michaels. Look at what they put up. You know, look at what they produce. 
versus the talent, the team, the literal team of writers we're all on SmackDown has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it, it's sad that multiple people can't write a decent storyline. It, it it takes a while. It takes a while for them to finally write something proper. But they need but, to just give these wrestlers control over their shit again. Oh, kind of like AEW? And just give them a list of things that they cannot say in a promo and let them run wild. Like I said, it goes back to what I was saying earlier, though, with the whole who can they trust, right? Because if you look at it, right, somebody like Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins, at a certain point, Vince, was like, Vince McMahon literally was like, yo, y'all say what y'all want on the mic. Mm-hmm. Albeit he drug it out, you know what I'm saying? He made it last that long. What they were saying and what they came up with, most of that was all Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too bad we had the same fucking match. For half a year. <laughs> For half Literally. a year. The point where Seth Rollins was like, bruh, give me anybody else. Let's give him Murph- uh, Murphy. Okay. Why am I fighting Murphy? Speaking of Seth. Yeah. Have y'all peeped what's going on? I didn't hear you? No. Have we seen what's going on? Hello? Hello? Yeah. I said, I said, have y'all seen what's going on? No. Um, what do you mean? So, over the past, I want to say since from Survivor Series, so like what, what is that, like a week, two weeks, whatever? Mm-hmm. Seth Rollins, first off, himself i don't know if you guys remember that yeah yeah and beginning of the match and this past friday he wasn't on there yeah he's this is becky lynch she's pregnant oh that's why yeah, yeah. bro oh yeah, he, she's okay. about to she's about that. to have the babies huh yeah that was a part of his gimmick okay all right that makes sense yes they kind of just did that as a way to write him off for now he's gonna be back in a couple weeks but she's pregnant so he has to be at home yeah, or she's, she's about to have the baby i mean which is hilarious um because you know i honestly don't think i want to see seth Rollins for about six months i feel like it's we're gonna see him at the rumble no just let him go let him relax keep him on tv for six months you'll see him at the listen 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 here look here right I'm sick and tired of Seth Rollins for a while. Just let the man relax. Let that was me... his problem last time. They used him too much to the point where literally he, once he injured his knee, people were happy because he was off the TV. Yeah. And then and he came, came t- back and it was it was, it was right. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like like I people keep going, um he's gonna come back as the as the Kingslayer and I'm like Kingslayer? Against who? Who's who's the king that he's gonna slay? Triple H? Yeah, I'm like, Triple H better not get in that fucking ring. That's what I'm saying. King Corbin. Okay, that is another thing I want to talk about with Corbin, son. Mm. And 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 me and Gucci, me and Gucci, Gucci, Baducci, um, or Gucci Tucci. All right, I'm gonna call him Gucci Tucci from now on. Cause he's uh-huh. <laughs> Tucci made. Anywho, um, me and Kaido had a conversation <laughs> about this one time when I was driving him. We were going to work. Um, has anybody noticed that the freaking uh, King of the Ring people have been heels for the last like a billion times? 
and we got no <laughs> face King of the Rings. And then at this point, the King of the Ring is so goddamn pointless that uh, no one cares. Because they just don't do it right. They keep giving it to fucking heels. And then they always build it up. And uh, Stone Cold did this, or people did this. They always change the music. Yeah, they always change it. Thank you. They always change their music and always add regal shit to their music. And then yep. they look dumb for about 20 years. And I'm like, yo, Corbin, change your music back. I like yep. Corbin's music. Mm-hmm. I like the band that's playing his his theme. I like yep. them. So yep. what buzz me is when I hear nonsense and I hear the regal music. I did the same thing when the Seth Rollins' theme. I'm like, yo, that needs to change. And I'm doing the same thing with uh when it came to Ricochet, you heard the bullet the bullet sounds. And then I was uh-huh. I, I was getting super pissed when McIntyre had the, the sword clashing in the middle of his journey. And I was like, yo, you don't you don't need this. This is not necessary. Yeah. What's his name needs to uh Damn. Oh yeah, yeah. how do you guys think about uh what do you think about Biggie's new Biggie's uh, new theme? It was It was okay. You say it, say again? Sir? Mr. I was saying Wale. Oh, that was Wale? I was Wale. Yeah, that was Wale. He wrote Biggie's song. That's great. All right, that's pretty good. But I still, I like his old theme a little better. I still like it. I like his old theme better. I like the fact that he claps again. I'm like, yay! Bring out the chalk. Because that's from Biggie. I don't know if you know Biggie and NXT was amazing. So, you know yep. this. So this is uh he beat Seth Rollins for the title. That sure was tight. That was a good match. Oh man, it makes me miss NXT again. Miss NXT again. Yeah. NXT didn't go anywhere, and it's still great. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But they're losing the Monday Night Wars. I mean Wednesday Night Wars. I'm sorry. I mean, of yeah, course, that's they're not right. their fault. It is their fault. Right, look, I'm going to say this now, right? The reason why I say it is their fault, right? Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. because of anything. It's because the title of WWE is around it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If it was NXT and it was another wrestling promotion and it was the literal um, Wednesday Night War, it would probably heat up. Like, New Japan Pro is fucking heating up. And if you're at AEW, if you're at AEW, you can promote with AE, with and it with the people like fucking John Moxley has been doing for the last couple of months and years. Mm-hmm. Which is why I'm like, yo, Vince, you are aware that you know you can cross promote your brand and you can get people's favorite matches. But he's probably gonna be like, no, call him Sparkle Crotch on TV. Okay, no, and it's. <laughs> I think I think I think the main, you know, not like you said, not to jump around here, but I think the main problem with the whole PG era yeah. is that they cater too much to the children, right? Mm-hmm. And when you really think about it, their bread and butter is not the children; it's the hardcore fans who bring their children around the WWE. Ah! it's the hardcore fans, bro. It always is going to be the hardcore fans. Exactly. That, yep, that's something what, that Vince McMahon lost sight of. You know, back in the nineties, he was catering to the hardcore, hardcore fans like crazy. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and but nice. 
the attitude era but now he's just like yo um i like the kids so you know no one gets to do this and no one gets to do that no more and it's like vince vince look i'm an adult man i don't have kids even even the like you know the early 2000s late 2000s ruthless aggression era you know where that was fire bro legacy you know randy orton cody rhodes ted dibiase like you know batista that like all that stuff that was fire to me you know i'm not gonna that was i'm not gonna lie to you there's a good part about the uh the the sorry there's a good side of the uh, ruthless aggression era and then there's the shit side of the ruthless aggression era yeah, no, no, towards no. the end. No, no, period. You want to know why I don't like the Ruthless Aggression era as much as I like the Attitude era or the eras before that? Fucking John right. Cena. John Cena. Mm. But, you know, towards the beginning, I really liked John Cena. And I really liked him during the Ruthless Aggression era. Oh, yeah, no. Beginning of John Cena's career, amazing. And then you realize <laughs> something, and you, and you probably... In fact, I wish you was at the watch-along. You would have uh, heard something that me... And Galactic talked about, and that was the win-loss ratio of a bunch of wrestlers. John Cena what? had a fire win-loss ratio. Yeah, he, he barely he lost. Does? Yeah, just for the sake of the podcast, bring up his ratio. <laughs> <laughs> and before he tells you what his ratio is, I need you to take a guess, Mr. Kaido. <laughs> Mr. Kaido, I need you to take a guess at, at his ratio. Oh, Lord. Oh. It puts everything into perspective once yeah. you hear what his ratio is. Hold up, let me go get back. Let me find out right. Yeah, I really want to hear that. Oh, yeah, no, take a guess while he's looking it up. Can you? Can you guess? Really can't, because he's rushing so many matches. <laughs> but can you guess oh, his total WWE yeah. WWF win loss ratio? Maybe like. I don't even know, bro. Like maybe like I don't know, maybe like five hundred to to I don't know, maybe like five hundred to thirty. I know it's gonna be something crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just don't let me know what the ratio is. John Cena's win loss ratio is one thousand fifty three, fifty eight draws and two hundred and sixty eight losses. Wow. 93 wins on pay-per-view, 65 losses on pay-per-view. 960 wins or percent of his wins or 960 wins off of pay-per-view, 203 wins on pay-per-view. I mean, uh, two other losses, 206, 203 wins off. Ah, I fucked it up. But yeah, his pay-per-view and loss record, record is also fire. This is his whole career, though. By the way, just from start to end. That's only 200 losses. Yes. How many years is that? That is multiple years. And mind you, the Ruthless Aggression era started. Um, so he still ha- he, he has a WWF record in that whole number, which is three wins and two losses. And then the Ruthless Aggression era started picking up. So now John Cena has a total of 1,027 fucking wins in WWE and 247 losses. He has an APW two wins, no losses. HAW he has two losses. OVW he has twenty one goddamn wins and seventeen losses. And then his record is fucking sh- it's it's 
it's fire. That's why I hate the Ruthless Aggression era. Everybody forgets that John Cena was on every goddamn pay-per-view in every goddamn match and did not lose. Like, cripes. I really didn't pay attention to that. Oh, that's why That's why I didn't like it. A lot of people were like, Ruthless Aggression era is okay. I mean, I, and I'd be like, you mean the John Cena era? Just say the you know, he probably, he probably noticed that. And and that's probably why he, that's probably part of the reason why he's not on TV no more, or why he doesn't want to come back. Uh, that's not what I heard. That's not what I heard. But yeah. did you hear? I heard that he wants to come back, but it's just you know he's busy, and I'm like he's a Hollywood guy now, so he's he's been planned for so many movies that he's too busy to come back. Yep, he's in the same chair that Rock was in uh, a couple years back. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Also, Roman Reigns' record is almost on par, by the way. Do you want to know what, what it is? What is his record? 714 wins and 283 losses. Bro, what? Oh, no. no. <laughs> What's Seth Rollins' record? Seth Rollins. It's got to be worse than that because he was healed for a lot of the time. Seth Rollins. Hold up. Let me click on John. But he was still winning. He had a lot of hot losses as a heel too, though. I don't know, especially recently, anyway. Let me find Seth Rollins. Give me a second. The Seth Meister. I guarantee you, the people that he trusts have the best win-loss ratio, or something close to what Roman has. Like Charlotte's ratio was actually. Randy's ratio was actually pretty, pretty much what you would actually expect. From like a regular promotion, it's actually, yeah. it's actually terrible. That's what I'm saying. That's what you would expect from like a yeah. A well, well, he was like you said, he was here for most of his time, and he wrestled John Cena a lot. Yeah, dog. <laughs> Speaking of that, I'm glad you said that. Before that I get cool. to that, before I get, to... you're just hitting all the trigger words. Seth Rollins has 695 wins and uh, 700 losses. What? Really? In WWE, he has 426 wins and 552 losses, man. What? Wow. That's yep. unexpected. Yeah. Yep. That's the heel treatment. Yeah. yeah right. that, that, remember, they, they did it for Roman. Uh, Why is he going to face most of his, most of his uh, career? Yeah. And then there's uh, wh- how many times? <laughs> well, yeah, there is a, a a large number of matches that you actually were right are are a hundred percent right when you say Randy versus John happened a lot. Yeah, Randy versus John, right? Can you guess how many times these motherfuckers fought? I know it's got to be over. If I remember, it's over at least over three hundred. No, it's like five. That would be all of five. It was literally like a year that they were feuding. That'd be all of John Cena's matches, though, (laughs) because we just said it was one thousand. Dog, that would be (laughs) ninety-five. I know it's up there. Yeah, it's 120. They fought 120 times. Ridiculous. They fought literally 120 times. Every pay-per-view that year, or every pay-per-view that year was 
you know them fighting and mind you this record is from 2014 let me find ridiculous let me find something updated ridiculous don't nope don't even do that don't even know we just gotta move on <laughs> yep we gotta move on that just puts everything in perspective that's 2014 <laughs> Six years ago, and those numbers were like that. <laughs> yeah, bro. I don't even, not even want to get into it. This can make my blood boil. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> this is the best part. <laughs> talk about war games because yeah, yeah, man. Gossip <laughs> is a trigger word. Like, look at that. That's key. John, late, late. Whenever we talk about late John Cena, it's a trigger word. <laughs> Yeah, man, they fought. <laughs> oh, shit. And I, we're never going to talk about that again. <laughs> yeah, man. All that came up because his name said Natalia has the most wins on the women's roster. He said that. And, and me and, and Galactic were like, huh? That, that's not possible. And sure <laughs> enough, she does. It only made sense that I was like, yeah, it only makes sense though, because she's the oldest, like by far, the oldest person on the women's she's, roster. She's the OG, you know. She was there with Beth Phoenix and them. Nobody yeah. on that roster was there during that time, so it makes sense. Oh shit! Yeah. Anyways. Oh man. And besides that, I bet you Charlotte has the same win-loss ratio, and probably barely too. No. We check. Really? We check. Charlotte? Yeah. Compared to Natalia? No one no one usually comes close. No, one no comes not close. compared to Natalia, but I'm saying compared to Roman, where it's an excessive amount of wins and a few amount of losses. Oh. Oh. You said Charlotte Flair? Yeah. I, I'm willing to guarantee it's the same. Because uh, they did her the same I can see that. I can I see can. that. Uh, we can double check. Her and, um, what's the other girl's name? Uh, Bailey. Bailey? Bailey? Bailey's record is actually quite average. Really? I feel like her record should be a negative, if anything. Uh, yeah, but over the past year, she's won. I don't even. She's lost like maybe three matches over the past year. Uh, I mean, Charlotte this year, Blair, Charlotte's record is three hundred and forty-five wins and uh, two hundred and fifty-eight losses. They're, they're surprisingly average. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, her pay-per-view record is 30 wins and 19 losses. What? Wow. 19 Never would have guessed that one. 19? Where did 19 come from? Right, <laughs> exactly. It must be, they count NXT too, right? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. They don't, they don't yeah, separate the pay-per-view. She, she, there, was a, there was a long time in NXT where she wasn't really... She was like in the limbo, so that makes sense. But when you talk purely main roster, I'm pretty sure that 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 ratio is lopsided. What, just the main roster for Charlotte? Yeah. Uh, yeah that ratio's gotta be wild for Charlotte. No, it's 271 wins and 181 losses. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I feel like Charlotte always wins, right? I don't know. Maybe that's no, just for real. Especially after she beat Oscar, bro. That's when I gave up. No, she beat everybody when they brought her back to NXT and had her had Rhea Ripley beat her. I was like, dude, yeah, this is mm-mm, mm-mm. yeah, that was bad. And literally, NXT was that's a part of why um, 
they started losing the war. That's actually yep. a part of the reason because Charlotte Flair was on NXT, and yep. people were like, "Get her off of my TV." By the way, but Billy that Mercury, wasn't his. That wasn't his fault. It was, that it wasn't his fault. Yeah. That, that wasn't that wasn't Triple H's fault. That was Vince's idea. Yeah, and guess and what happened? And because of it, he fucking he fucked with NXT. And now look at what happened. They're losing. Yeah, they're but losing. But before that, before that, the bro, that shit was neck and neck. It was. It really was. Actually, it was neck and neck for a couple of weeks, and then fucking AEW took the fuck off. They was like, Pew! and they can't go back. I feel like in those early weeks, a lot of people just weren't hip. They were not AEW hip. Was. And then when they got hip, uh, AEW started running with the fucking ball. Was, it's like was, early. It's, it's in fact, AEW is early Ed Reed. From the Ravens. Early Ed Reed. That's mm. a good comparison. Like, when, like he, cut, he catches the ball and nothing. You're done. You ain't getting yep. it back. <laughs> yep. That's true. I give you that football reference. Who would have thought? But Ed Reed's amazing. That's why. Mm-hmm. Or young Ed Reed was amazing. Then he quit. And anyway, he against the war games. Oh yeah, let's get to war games. First of all, before we get started with war war games, I don't know, dog. Mm. I'm not gonna lie. I was at work, and because uh, I have a T vision. And I was mm-hmm. at work when um, um, I was watching NXT and I was watching what happened where Finn Balor set the trap and I don't know what came over me when William Regal walked down to the ring and said, four men, two teams. And he stared at the crowd. He <laughs> stared at everything. This man said, war games. And my hand was in the air. The whole time, he said war games. I was like war games, war games, and people staring at me at work. Like, the fuck is wrong with this guy? I was like war games. That's why. Uh, that was that was that was top tier right there. Yeah, I was like yo. Every time war games is is close, and he and this man goes on the roster, and says war games. I go every time. Like I can't help it. Like I get I get hyped because one of my favorite pay per views. Is War Games? It's one of their. Um, it's like Takeover New York for the. Uh, it's like WrestleMania. No, 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 no. It's like there's some. Yeah, you're right. It's like there's SummerSlam, uh, yeah. for NXT. You know, it's one yeah. of their big, the big pay per views. It's mm-hmm. one of the two big ones. Even though and this is the third um, War Games or fourth War Games, it's their big pay per view. I love war games to death. I'm not gonna lie to you. And this is my yep. my war games is my favorite, but the one that has the most content is always gonna be New York to me. And mm-hmm. I fucking love it. And again, I have to sit here and watch a fire pay per view, and then at exactly a week or two later, I have to watch a shitty pay per view mm-hmm. because you know we'll we'll, we'll get to it. <clears throat> But yeah, so far War Games. Uh, the one thing I like about War Games so far is the feuds are feuds that require the fucking War Games ring. Mm-hmm. You're only getting two matches on there. One of them is going to be a great match. One of them I'm a little iffy about. But which guess, one? 
Oh, uh, Team Shot versus Candice. Yeah, yeah. That, I was gonna say I was iffy about that one too. Yeah, Reverse a little bit. Did you say two matches? There are only two war game matches. War game oh, matches. Oh, I was about to say two matches. Even if fun. it was two matches, that's still better. <laughs> Didn't have money. shit. Take it. You know why? Because one match is undisputed versus the Pat McAfee crew, and the other one is Shotzi Blackheart. Versus Candice LeRae. Mm. Like, I'm going to... Hey, look. We're going to go over the card. The first match I want to talk about is Leon Ruff versus Johnny Gargano versus Damian Priest. You know, mm. I like... You know, I said we talked about this way back when it first started. You're breaking up. You're breaking up a little. I was, I was saying, I, I, we were talking about this when it first started. Yeah. You know, but, you know, I really like the direction in which they're going with it and what they're doing with Leon Ruff. Like, the writing, the way they incorporated him and didn't job him, actually gave him, you know, like... A push? A push, yeah. It, oh, it, wow. It, it's great. It's great. It's great. I've never seen... Personally, I've never seen WWE... And, of course, this is not fucking Vince. This is Triple H, but still... I've never seen WWE do something like that and that find success, especially when it's a jobber. Yeah, and they're finally pushing a jobber and making them, you know, relevant. And it's like, yo, you're re- you're you're making a jobber actually have a, a, a fucking match. And I believe it. I believe it. And I'm like, I hope he does well. Do I think the match is gonna be good? Yes. He's actually very fucking talented. So I think the match is going to be fucking fantastic. And honestly, I think I think Damian Priest may win the match. You know, I want him to. You know, I, I coming out of it, I know Leon Ruff is going to win. Yeah, I just know he isn't. But Gargano doesn't need it. I think Damian Priest needs it. Yeah, I think Damian Priest is going to take this one. Um, and, and I think after this. He's either going to go for the NXT Championship after this next title run. Yeah. He's going to go for the NXT Championship, or they're going to pull him up. Oh, God. I think they're going to put him against the uh, uh, Velveteen Dream. I'm not even going to fucking lie to you. I think Velveteen... Wasn't he written off TV? Uh, He's always written off TV. (laughs) When he disappeared from the last pay-per-view from his Mm -hmm. bones. That man, Frank, that man went to the shadow realm and has been trapped there forever. I mean, it's what happens when you get accused of such things. No, no, wait, no. He had that match with the uh, other dude. I'm sorry, with the dude that yeah. started attacking him. Which was if a I'm being honest, if I'm being honest, I don't even remember anything with Velveteen Dream ever since that man fell off the ladder into <laughs> the abyss. <laughs> into the abyss. <laughs> it was never heard from again. <laughs> You better not move for the rest of the match. <laughs> there was this move like 15 minutes after which he fell, and he just was there. Like you yeah. know, he was hurt. He was gone. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I honestly yeah. think uh, this match may be match of the night. I don't know. We'll see. But then again, mm-hmm. when I say this, uh, every time I say this about war games, I say every match is going to be match of the night because I can't decide. Because another match is Dexter Loomis versus Cameron Grimes, which I know the story of that match is going to be very well told. Because exactly. I, I've been invested in her. I've been invested in this stupid feud 
for months. What That's the, the fuck? It's a stupid few, but they do it right. <laughs> exactly. I've been invested here for the longest time, and I'm like, I love Dexter Loomis. I like Cameron Grimes. Mm-hmm. I'm invested, and I'm like, oh my goodness, what happened? Who? What? It is. Is, is this a match that I care about? That I really want to see Dexter Loomis come out on top because I fucking love Dexter Loomis and his gimmick. I, I love this man, no homo. Like complete. Like I, I would, I really would like to see him more on the roster. But I do like, um, uh, no, no. What was I about to say? Um, I do like the fact that um, Dexter Loomis. It's barely seen on a roster sometimes. I like that. Yeah. But I think that's a part of his gimmick. Yeah. It's like, just like, it's just like um, what's my man's name? It's how, what's his name was supposed to be? It's how oh, Elias, it's how Elias was supposed to be. Remember when he first came out and he was that drifter? Yeah. That played guitar and he yeah. didn't really talk? Yeah. That's how, that's how Elias was supposed to be. How Dexter Loomis is now. Yeah, yeah, not wrong. Pretty much, and like for me, Dexter Loomis, um, like just keep that gimmick up. Like he doesn't just be like OJ, no Orange Cassidy, you know? Yeah. Just yeah. fucking keep your gimmick. Yeah, because he's over. Exactly, Orange Cassidy has been in two great matches in the last couple of months, and he's still a gimmick. If he puts on great matches, the dude could wrestle. Hey, Duke so. can't wrestle, but he's also a joke character. But he can still wrestle. And I was like, <laughs> that's why I was like, yo, if Vince ever had Orange Cassidy, he'd probably turn into Apple Juice Bro or something. <laughs> like, what the fuck, bro? Apple Juice Bro. He probably wow. turned, that's what he turned him into. Like, Apple Juice, Apple Juice Magoose or something. Because, you know, Vince has no sense of humor. Or he has a shit sense of humor. I'm sorry. His, his humors are true. Our truth is yeah, that can the, actually be funny though. But that's 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 not even his humor. I take it back. It's actually our truth's humor. That's the only reason our truth is still around. It's because he actually likes our truth. I think he's funny. Because our truth is a it's a yes man. No, because our truth he thinks our truth is funny. He just and likes our truth does what he do. Yes man. Name. You want to know what our truth's record is now? Yeah. I don't even want to know. Just no. no we're no, not no, talking no. about this. We're no, this. no, we're not doing this. Oh, we're oh, not. No, oh, we're talking oh, about. Oh, oh. If our truth really cared about his fucking career at this point, son, he does, he does not. Because if you look at our truth's record for WWF alone, it's forty-five wins and thirty-seven losses. What He was in WWF. Yes. Yes. And WCW, and people don't remember this. And TNA. But that's also, I believe, because I was uh, a one person. So. Yeah, dude. And New Japan, but he lost. That match was good, though. Uh, Anyways. Like, bro. Back to NXT. Back to NXT. Hold on. All right. All right. We want to we we finish this pay-per-view card. All right. All right. We're going to finish it. All right. <clears throat> all right. Then is the... Um... Oh no! This is this is the wrong. Oh God! I'm threw up. I want to say Nia Jax. Ugh. Oh. Uh, <laughs> we got Timothy. <laughs> we got Timothy Thatcher versus Tommaso Ciampa. 
in a match you know, that I think is going to be technical versus... I, I don't know. What were you about to say? I was going to say, I feel like there needs to be a little bit more promos um, just within this feud. Yeah. I feel like there isn't really that much promos. I feel like it's just... Like, really, there hasn't been a war of words. Yeah. There hasn't been that much talking. Yeah, but Tommaso yeah. Ciampa has kind of been like, yo, I put the whole roster on notice, and he came out to confront, what's his name? To let him know that I'm the top dog around here. And I wish, um, I do wish that um, the match, I, just know, I, I I am more interested in the match. Yes, it is, it's, not, it's not properly built up, and that will be kind of annoying to me. But mm-hmm. this match is still going to be better than, hold up. Nia Jax and Shayna Bezler versus Oscar and Lana. Good point. Great point. Great point. Great point. Hold up. Leave, leave, leave Oscar alone. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. We'll get to that. So, and then there's the two War Games matches, which are going to be like 30 minutes each. Uh-huh. We got Shashi Blackheart, Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, and Io Shirai, aka Team Fire. Versus Candice LeRae, yeah. Dakota Kai, Rick, Raquel Gonzalez, and Tony Storm, aka Team Fire. You know, so that's why I'm like, the match is going to be fucking good. It's going to be good. So, out of this feud, the one thing that I liked, of course, it's going to be fire. You know, but one thing I did like what? was Tony Storm's heel turn. Yes, there's always a good heel turn at War Games. Last last year it was um, Dakota Kai. Yeah. This year Tony Storm. It's always a good heel turn, and yeah, this this did justice. And I cannot wait to the match. You know, I can't wait to the you know letting it all out. Mm-hmm. Now the one yeah. I the match I'm literally I'm I'm literally chomping at the bit to watch tomorrow, and I'm glad I get off at three fifteen, and we could do a watch along tomorrow if you guys want, right? I cannot wait till the fucking Undisputed Era have to go against Pat McAfee, Pete Dunne, Danny Burch, and Only Larkin. That has been story-wise, story-wise, that is my favorite story of 2020. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I cannot wait to see what happens in this match. From when the first two people walk into the ring to the last match and I want to see what they're going to do because the match the war games with uh, Undisputed Era uh, the um, with the Authors of Pain and 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 freaking I forgot their name because they 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 got killed on the main roster in .5 seconds what was the name of that group? oh um I know what you're talking about they're they're back now Forgotten Sons. No. No. Not the Forgotten Sons. What the fuck? I'll bring it up. Hold up. Let me let me double check. It was 2018, I think. Uh, Well, while you're doing that, so the guy, the Forgotten, what do you think they're gonna do with them? Because the reason the Forgotten Sons got kicked off TV so quick is because their leader had said racist statements, and now he's fired, right? So, what do you think they're gonna do with the other two? I noticed they paired them with Corbin. I wonder where that's gonna go. Oh God! Yeah, have they gonna use them as lackeys? They're gonna be lackeys. Yeah, and then they're probably gonna be brought back down to NXT. If not, then they're gonna be jobbers. Yep, they're gonna be jobbers like um, the Bollywood boys. Yep. 
Everybody know who the Bollywood boys are? Sing Brothers. Oh! Somebody knows they're wrestling. They're actually really fucking good. But they paired them with Jinder Mahal. Anywho. It was the... The match I'm talking about is the Undisputed Era, which was Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and O'Reilly versus the Authors of Pain. Ikem and Razor and Roger Strong versus Sanity, which is Wolf, Young, and Dane. Sanity. That match was so good. Okay? It literally topped the championship match earlier. Huh? That was your favorite? That was that's actually one of my favorite uh war games matches. And then remember the next year the next year they had it was uh Pete Dunn Pete Dunn, Ricochet War Raiders versus the Undisputed Era and fucking <laughs> which was all four of them. But which one had Kevin Owens in it again? The last one. That was my favorite. Kevin Owens, Champa. Oh yeah! Kevin that Champa. match was fucking good! Yeah, I think Damien Pruitt, no, it was Dijakovic and Keith Lee. Yeah, bro! That match already, yeah. like when, when Keith Lee and Dijakovic was announced, I was like, you know that match is gonna be good. Then I watched the match. And I was like, "Wow, I was completely fucking right." When Champion hit the air raid from the top of the cage, I was like, "Yeah, this match got it. This was." I remember yeah. that uh, that highlight. Yeah, Duh. that was my favorite. Yo, that match was fucking amazing. And mm-hmm. now we're about to get a match tomorrow, in which I'm I'm not even gonna think about work tomorrow. I'm just gonna be like. Undisputed, undisputed, undisputed. And I'm going to be like War Games all fucking day. And people are no, like, fuck. what you about to do? Watch War Games with some popcorn and an erect penis, obviously. No, right. Uh, right. I'm not going to lie to you. Every time I watch War Games, I, I, my nipples get hard and I get an erect really? penis. Nope, nope, nope. nope. Next, um, next, next topic. Okay. <laughs> Final thing. Do you guys know the the matches called so far for um, TLC? TLC. Um, besides that oh, women's match, I know it's Roman versus KO. Versus That's, That's going to be the good match of the night, and probably, probably, Drew McIntyre and AJ Styles. But do we know the rest yeah. of the matches? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I think, I think we're... you just said Lana and. Lana, uh, Oscar, Oscar versus the meat steaks. And we got it's Sasha versus Camilla. Yeah. yeah. You're going to get Bianca versus Bailey as well. You're that's, also that's probably going to be a good match. Probably going to get uh, what's it called? Uh, Sami Zayn and, and what's his name? And uh, Danny Bryan. That's actually yeah, going to be yeah. a good match. Okay. Alright. They, they have decent pairings, but the, the stories behind these these matches aren't good. Yeah, like why is Nia Jax and Shannon Baszler going against Oscar and Lana? Oh, because they beat him on Raw and Lana was the sole survivor. And I'm like, yeah. Lana didn't even do anything. Oh my goodness, why is this Bring her down to NXT, bro. No, just no. stop her from fucking wrestling. She went from a Dude. manager to wrestling, and it's been it's been a shit. It's been shit. She's not She's a good wrestler. The wildest burial. How you get how you get fucking tabled for like months and then next thing you know she's getting pushed and I'm like Vince having someone get tabled and then bringing them into the main spotlight does not make them good it doesn't make people want to 
It doesn't make people want to go to them. It makes them. It just makes them look dumb. The burial scenes. Now you, now you, like you, you did all that work to bury. Literally, you put in work to bury her. Nine weeks worth of that's, <laughs> And now you want to give her a title shot, like bro? Why should we be invested? Why should we be invested? Literally, you, you, you literally went out of your way to bury this woman, right? And now you give her a title shot, and we're supposed to be invested. Because she she didn't even win a match because she luckily fell into you know the right positioning because Oscar carried the match because the Survivor Series she didn't even wrestled during the Survivor Series pay per view she literally just stood there yeah and we're supposed to be invested in that yeah Bianca Belair was good <laughs> which is one of Bianca Belair's performance because I was like Nia Jax better not come in this match with this bitch Bianca Belair and the next thing you know Bianca Belair is flipping this woman and throwing this woman I'm like. Fucking somebody understands that Bianca Belair is strong as shit. If that was my mm-hmm. wife, I bet you she would have carried me down the damn damn altar. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yo, Bianca Belair is strong as shit. You think I'm fucking crazy? Yes. Like, mean, no, fuck true. that. I, I wouldn't have complained if if y'all if I was marrying Bianca Belair and she walked me, uh, she picked me up and walked me down the goddamn thing. I wouldn't have complained. I was right. like, see, told you my wife's strong as shit. I like that her wrestling is not just her strength. Exactly. It's skill. It's skill. And I'm like, put her in a ring with a skilled opponent and see what the (laughs) fuck that, see what happens. And I mean, a opponent that doesn't have a fucking submission special. Shit. God. Or Shayna Baszler. Or just put her in a ring with fucking Shayna Baszler. Call it the fucking day. Oh my goodness. Her first, her first, uh, person is gonna be obviously the Bailey at this point. Which is so. good. Which is good. Yeah. I'm glad we alright. I mean it, it's it's better than fucking her versus like Nia Jax or something. Jesus. Yeah, that's true. But mm-hmm. I I my dream match for her and I think what'll prepare what'll put give her that extra mm is if she Charlotte comes back and she fights Charlotte. Or like you said, if she fights uh, Shayna Baszler, those are two technical women yeah. that if she goes up against, it's going to be a fire match because of how they both wrestle. Yeah. So, you know, only five confirmed for TLC. That being obviously AJ McIntyre, Roman Owens, uh, the Jax Nia Jax trash tag team match that we talked about, Sasha Banks, Carmella, and lastly Fiend Orton. Yeah, I know. I'm looking dead at him all. So, I, I didn't know. talk about the Fiend and Orton match because it's like uh, Randy Orton better not win the fucking match. Period. He better not win the match. Like, at all. Like, if Randy Orton wins that match, I don't know what the fuck I'd say about WWE at this point. I'd be like, well, that was fucking predictable. But, that being said, time we wrap this uh edition of the wrestling version of this podcast up is there anything else you any of you want to say hello 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 oh man i got disconnected hello wow everything went to hell Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, now I can. The hell? 
That I was, don't know. That was weird. What was the last thing you heard me say? I didn't hear literally after I was talking, no one said anything. Well, I said we know about the Randy Orton Faye match. I didn't say anything about it simply because uh, literally the Randy Orton should not win that match. Period. Oh, but I heard you say that, but I was saying how did you guys feel about the Alexa thing? Oh, I, like I, what they did. What I like, I like it. Yeah. I like her new theme too. It's pretty good. I haven't noticed she got a new theme. I need to actually start watching the <laughs> instead of just the highlights. Oh yeah, don't just type in her theme. It's pretty good. It's yeah. it's her old theme, but they just creep it out a little bit and make it better. But I, I said uh, I also said it's time for we wrap this joint up because yeah. Uh, and I was like, is there anything else you don't want to talk about in the wrestling world before we cut wrap up? Um, Mr. Kaido. Hello? Yes. Yeah. I don't know what was going on. Yeah, that whole thing just fucked yeah, up. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, Discord went to hell. What was the last thing? Oh, I, I, I heard you guys talking about Alexa Bliss. I just couldn't speak for some reason. But I was saying, um, hopefully... And this is the last thing I'll say. Hopefully, they'll give her, as well as the fiend, a not well. At least they'll give her a good storyline. But hopefully, they'll give her another title run. You know? No. 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 Or at least uh, put her in the title picture. Give her a good feud. You know? Feud? Yes. Title? No. No. Yeah, she can't really do much in the ring. I'm sorry, but that is correct. She is. Okay on the mic, but shit in the ring. Keep her out the fucking ring. Uh, Based off the simple fact that she's with the fiend, I'd love to see that because it would make for good promos. Like you said, the wrestling, the wrestling wouldn't be. I wouldn't expect a five star match out of it, but the promos would be freaking fire. Yeah, and what she's doing so far, it's amazing. (laughs) It's great. It's been great. Like hell. And it's weird just, because it's the second female that paired with somebody and got better on the roster, which mm-hmm. Carmelo is the top person who literally got paired with our truth and it's been literally got over for pairing with our truth. Well yeah, I think um they're doing a good job as they're technically faces right now, so I think they're doing a good job as that. And they need to keep that um that space that they're in right now. Which the is great. Yeah, which is great. Cool. They're great. Who are faces? He said the fiend. They're great. They're, they're, they're ambiguous. They're not. They, they, they can do what they want, but technically against Randy, they're faces. I mean, yeah, they're right. And that, that whole thing on Raw proved that they're faces in this feud where Randy was kidnapping Alexa. You know, that's not really something a heel would do or a face would do. I mean. <laughs> that was weird. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, Randy? But whatever, bro. I'm with this. That's a. That's a. Yeah, that's a gray area, Vince. You should never do that again. But uh, yeah, yeah. I'm glad he didn't actually run off with Alexa. Because imagine what that message would be. Yeah, kids, just go pick up a random lady off the street and run away with her. Yeah. yeah okay. That. Yeah, but the mm-hmm. kids though. So. But mm-hmm. like I said, we're ending this podcast. Is there anything else y'all want to say? Because fucking life, bro. Yeah, no. All right. We did everything. Yeah, we Eat did. All right. If y'all want to do a watch on tomorrow, we can. And I will catch you on the next 
podcast, which would be gaming. All right. I don't know. We'll see.